Okay, three, two, one, we're live. <laughs> Welcome back to the Joe Rogan podcast. Okay, I'm sitting here with uh, James Ward. What's uh? You ever been to space, man? No. Welcome, right. uh, welcome back. Yeah. How you doing? Very good, mate. It's good to have you here. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Well, um, yeah, this is our first episode in a while for On The Scoreboard. I'm here with me, great mate, Nisso. Um, so I do a little bit of a revamp with the podcast. Um, obviously, we focus a lot with football in the previous episodes, but um, we're going to talk more general sport. And we've got Nisso along. He works in the and the media side of things on the rugby league point of view side of things. And I've still got the football background, so we're going to bring this together. Obviously, we've been, we've been great mates for a while and we talk a lot of sports, so we thought we'd jump on the podcast and, and talk some sport. Talk yeah, 100%. What's going on. I'm, I'm really excited to um to get this up with you. Yeah. you know, I listened to a few of your, your last podcasts, so they were pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> it's always been my dream to <laughs> to be on a sports podcast. I wouldn't say that. But no, I'm here. So uh yeah, let's let's talk some sport. Um but beforehand, this is if anyone's still listening, if they got through the whole Joe Rogan those very terrible Joe Rogan <laughs> impressions. Yeah. That's that's a uh that's something I'll definitely bring to this podcast, a very poor yeah. impression of Joe Rogan. Well that's one of our inspirations, mate. Joe Rogan. Listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, he's he goes good eh. What's your favourite Joe Rogan podcast? If you had oh. if you had to pick a favourite. I love the Neil deGrasse Tyson ones. Oh yeah, it's the scientist to me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He oh, yeah. is so interesting, that guy. He just knows a lot, eh? And he's got like one of those really calm voices too. Yeah. Nice to listen to. Yeah, just that like Cosmos voice. Mm. Just like... They're up there. I'll tell you what, the one with... Um... Come on, mate. The Alex Jones one where he just goes. Yeah, they're hilarious. <laughs> the first... I'm going to be honest I'll with tell you. Tell you what. One I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> <laughs> and and just he falls off shit. the chair. <laughs> I'm kind of retarded. They're killing unborn babies. <laughs> Turning the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> yeah. And then like, what's his name? Starts talking about like spaces fake and shit. Oh yeah. Eddie Bravo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm telling what? you, man, it's a flat, it's a flat disc and Antarctica is an ice wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Earth is flat and all that shit. Anyway, yeah. this is a sports podcast. Yeah. This isn't just a commentary on the Joe nah. podcast. So we will talk some sport. But, We'll say favorite one would be the first Mike Tyson one he did. Mm. I know he just released another one, Mike Tyson, mm. which I'm yet to watch, but I will watch it. The first one was really cool. That's the one that comes to my mind just mm. now, but maybe because I'm looking forward to watching the second one. But yeah, he's got so many. So good, mate. Well, we can only hope to replicate mm. the great, the great Mr. Joe. We could reach those numbers. You never know, mate. Spotify rang me on my way here. Yeah, 100 right. mil, first up, exclusive deal. We're already on Spotify. Well, so. there you go. So we're one step ahead of Joe. Apple Podcasts. He's not an Apple Podcast. What else are we on, mate? We may as well tell the listeners. Google Podcasts. Where can you find us? Like all these other different ones that Anchor has set me up with. Just so. just like all of them. All of them. Just all of them. Wherever that, you get your pods, mate. about 10 of them. Whenever you, wherever you get your pods. Yeah, just, wherever you get your Just, pod. just fucking tune in. Where but we will still focus heavily on local sport in Newcastle. We're both Newcastle boys, so it's going to be heavily focused towards, I guess, the competitions running at the moment. 
So yeah, t- talking like your NPLs, the um, yep. the real NRL, the local league. Mm. Um, I mean, you know, we will touch on our the the bigger picture as well. Yeah, you know, we're both avid rugby league fans. We'll talk about the NRL. Mm. We'll uh, you know, talk about the APL. We've actually got a preview podcast for the for the upcoming yep. season coming out later in the week. Which um, stay tuned for that, folks. Oh, mate, it's good. Oh, she has a good one. It's good. Mm. No, nah, don't ruin, don't ruin the, ma- don't it. ruin the magic of podcasting, mate. They no. don't know we've already recorded it. No, we haven't. It's in the future. Yeah, we just know it's going to be that good, so just listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, mate, so we'll jump straight into the NPL. I say mm. straight into it. We've gone the long way around here. That's all right. That's all right. Just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, mate. Bit of breaking news. Edgeworth. Edgy, yeah. Tell um, us about it. They've uh, just read an article today. They've, um, well, not, I wouldn't say, well, they have lodged their interest for a, um, to, be introduced to the B League that's being slated for 2022. Obviously, like a national second division type thing. Mm. Um, I know there's like a kind of a Zoom conference. Uh, I think the the Federation of Australia held just to gauge who would be up for joining a second division. And Edgeworth were one of the, I think, the only team from the Hunter to put their name forward or lodge an interest and join that Zoom call. So, um, yeah. And that that'd just be massive for the local game, wouldn't massive. it? Having Edgeworth in yeah. a competition like that to have like another a stream to playing, I guess, some sort of professional avenue of, of football would be massive for the region. You would, you would say in Newcastle that the the pathways to you know becoming a professional player. Mm. I you know I'm not super across the football side of things as much as you are, but yeah. it's pretty limited. I mean, you're playing emerging jets, so you're playing yeah. nothing like. Yeah, you know, you'd agree with that. That's right, and a lot of those kids that come through the Emerging Jets, I know a lot of them are playing MPL football now because they've reached that under twenty, under twenty three stage, and just couldn't quite cut it for whatever reason to make the first team. Mm. So, yeah, to have another professional team would be awesome. So, and Edgeworth have been the dominant team of the MPL for the last ten years. years. Yeah, for the last better sort of a yeah. decade, they've. Only recently just lost their only game, only loss of the season. They went down to Lampton on the weekend, which was their first loss of the season. They won their f- opening games, seven seven games in a row. Um, won last year's grand finals, won three straight premierships, or four straight premierships in a row, three grand finals in the space of the last few years too. So they're um, well, within, well, well within reason to apply for the, um, I guess, a B League team. So... And I know also they've been. There's also rankings that come out. I'd say weekly, or I'm not sure how it works, but um, it ranks all the teams in Australia, including mm. the A League teams and the NPL teams. And they were sitting 19th only a couple of weeks ago. So that's only six spots behind an A League club. So mm. they're one of the biggest teams in Australia. So hats off to them for wanting to, you know. Achieve higher standards. Hundred percent. We've seen a couple of times in the FFA Cup, they've done really well and punched mm. really highly above their weight. They have, and I guess it's you know it's a testament to the way that clubs run, and you know it's mm. just so professional, professional over there compared yeah. to the to the other NPL sides. So it has been a while since the last podcast. Yeah. Um. So bring us up to speed. Where are we at? Up to speed. NPL? Well, we've just we've just completed round nine of the competition, um. And the governing body of football, Northern Northern New South Wales, have just released a pool-type system where they've separated. What they did is they split up first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, right down to nine and tenth. So that was, for instance, Edgeworth and Broadmantle. They're coming first and second. 
were split into two pools and it followed down. And so there's two pools for five teams for the remaining five rounds. So they each play each other within their pools. They get a buy each round or one of the teams gets a buy in one of the rounds. And yeah, that'll that'll complete the season for the next five weeks, and um, we'll have a five-team final series, which is pretty pretty cool. Five of five of ten, so we'll have another game of semi-final football this year. And I believe the grand final has now been set for the first weekend in November. I know we've got uh, Lampton and Charlestown this weekend, which is a big game. That'll be match of the round, I'm thinking. Um, Lampton just knocked over Edgeworth last round. Mm. which was pretty massive for them to get back into the finals hunt and Charlestown beat Premier's Maitland. So Yeah, huge, that one. Yeah, so Charlestown have been in really great form recently, so a couple of big games to kick us off. So, yeah, and there's only... I know Edgeworth are outright leaders at the moment on 24 points, I believe. Magic are close behind in on 19 points. But from third to, I believe, seventh or eighth, there's only, I think, a point or two points separating them. Mm. Heading into the last five rounds, so, so. It's, it's looking like one of the most one of the most open competitions, yeah. sort of in recent memory. Mm. We had I'm... a we had a really tight competition last year where it came down to the final day, and we'll mm. get uh, we definitely will get that again this year, which yeah. which will be really exciting. So, so who are your favorite? You know, who's your favorites for the to take it out this year? Well, it's, you know, we've still got five weeks to go. Obviously, yeah. we're still a long way from it's, the finish um, line, but it's hard to go past Edgeworth. They've been so dominant so far this year. Mm. Um, but they did drop that game. They did. I think. You know, do you th- is it is this the turning point, or do you think that's just a blimp on the radar? I think it's on? a blimp on the radar, kind yeah. of a monkey off the back type thing. Mm. Just get that result out of the way, try and get back to the winning wings next year, and then build again. To be, if you if you had to pick a schmolky, schmolky, mm. who's your schmolky? I tell you what, now it's I would say Charlestown now. Because they knocked over Lambton and Maitland the last two weeks, right? So, Charleston at the start of the year, I did a big preview series where I talked about the MPL and all the other two leagues. Um, and Charleston were in my top four. Mm. and But before the start of the year, they suffered some massive injuries to their front line. So, a couple of big players um, were ruled out for the season. And Charleston got off to a really poor start to the year. Mm. I think they were sitting maybe last at one stage. But um, Coach Graham Law has really found a way to get these young boys. A couple of ex-Jets youth players have formed that starting team and starting to really fire on all, on all cylinders now. And yet, as I said, beat Maitland and Lamps in the past two weeks. So I put them down on me, Smokey, mate, to maybe cause a, cause a stir in the finals. But... Yeah, Edgeworth and Ma- uh, Edgeworth and Broadmeadow have been the standout so far. Yeah, just having a glance at the ladder now, one point separating third and seventh, three mm. points separating third and eighth. Yeah. That's huge. Massive. Um, just going down to, you know, obviously we've got to talk about Adamstown and Lake Macquarie. What what went wrong? Um, well, the season's not yet officially over there for them, but... I Still guess, mathematical, but it, you know, the yeah, one they're, they're looking. And, they're in a, you know, they're in a hole. Yeah, they're in a wooden spoon battle between themselves. Unfortunately, um, where it went wrong, um, I'll tell you what. Both haven't really disgraced themselves in games. Mm. They've been really competitive in games. It's just that little, just a lack of that little bit of class in games. Just a lack of that little bit of quality to earn those key points. But 
Lane McQuarrie and Adam Sand have been really dogged sides this year and have shown that they're definitely um, first division quality. So mm. um, there's definitely positive signs moving forward for those clubs. But yeah, just that little little magic dust that sometimes you get no special players that you see at the at the higher end of the table is what they're missing. And speaking of magic dust, what do you think? Um, what do you, where do you think Broadmeadow are headed this year? Five points clear of third, yep. but still five points off edgy. Do you think they're challenging this year? Oh, definitely. Um, they are. They've flown under the radar a little bit, which I think they like. Um, Edgeworth have taken all the plaudits so far, but Magic is sitting right there, nice and comfortable in second spot. Um, yeah, they flew under the radar in preseason, weren't really touted as, I guess, uh, at the start of the season, Edgeworth, Lampton and Maitland were definitely everyone's money for one to three. Magic was sitting just behind, but they've, I guess, probably um, gone above those predictions and sitting in second, and they've been high, high quality. Mm. Like re- there's, um, A couple of players have really stood out, including Mitch Rook, who's come up from the Sydney MPL leagues, has, co- has scored a couple of absolutely cracking goals, like a couple of like half volleys from like 40 yards and yeah. stuff like that, looping goalkeepers and scoring like, David Beckham free kicks and stuff the like that. Sort of stuff you used to do uh, for the yeah. HH grade Swans, mate. Yeah, yeah. It's Thanks good, for that, good right, to mate. see. Yeah, but uh, he's been high quality along with um, James Vigili. James Vigili used to play for the Jets. He's been really good this year. Mm. So yeah, they're just they're flying nicely, broad meadow. If they time their run, they could. I think they will fe- feature on Grand Final day. So you think it's them, them and Edgy on the big day? Them and Edgy, yeah. yeah can't see it going any other way myself. Mm. Uh, staying with football for a second, but we're going to step up to the big leagues. The A League did conclude. Mm. Well, two or three weeks ago now, yeah. Sydney FC taking out the title again. Oh well, who cares? What I want to hear about <laughs> is the Jets. The Jets, yeah. They were looking, you know, mid-season. They were you know, looking like a bit of a basket case. If yeah, you know, it's probably the best mm. word to describe. But a really, really promising end of the season. Oh, mate. Well, they finished. They finished with the most points in the back half. I think the final eight games they had the most points out of out of any team. I think it was six wins and drawing a loss. Could be wrong with those. Um, those finite figures, but it was around that mark. So yeah, they were challenging for a for a yeah, spot in the looking, spot in the finals. They were looking the goods for a while. Yeah, though. it was just the poor start that yeah. didn't get him over the line. Um, it was sad to see Andy Marrick get sacked. Obviously, he did a lot for the club. You remember yeah, that season? Took us to a grand final. Yeah, that was which, that yeah, season. Yeah, was... yeah, let's not let's not oh, go there. Let's oh, not touch, let's not touch that box. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't rough. working. That's a rabbit hole. We don't want to go down. Jesus just yet. Christ! Um, let's just leave that one right. Uh, let that one go through to the keeper. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Ernie did some great things in Newcastle. Like that, yeah. As that that season, we remember the Jets were, mm. were flying. Like the football, the football was really good to watch too. Like. The Demi Petrados and the mm. um, Andrew Andrew the as yeah. well, yeah, really good, really good side to watch. And I think Carl um, Robinson has um, almost, I'd say, got the best out of him again. Similar in that back half of the season. But do you, um, do you think he'll be able to carry that through? I think I think I've season? been I've been really impressed with Carl Robinson. I think he's uh, they've made the right acquisition there. The Jets bringing him in, he had. Um, Great experience in the MLS. He guided the Canadian team, the Vancouver Whitecaps, I believe they're called, to, I think it was, they have like an MLS Cup over there. I think he got mm. them to like a semi-final or something like that. And he brought through a lot of good youth players. And um, he's got a really impressive resume. He played in England, Scotland at the highest level, played in the Premier League. So, um, 
and he was a Welsh international too. So, a mm. lot of lot of experience, good coaching resume, and yeah, he's proven that he's a quality coach. So that he's turned it around since he's been in. So we give him the tick and move on to the next year. Hopefully, they can make the finals again. What do you think the side's lacking? Do you th- do you think that there needs to be a quality signing or two going into next year, or like um, where's where's the improvement going to come from? Well, I think the improvement will just come from the games that the young kids will got that got given this year, mm. like your Angus Thurgates and and the like, you know, James and Goals, those type of kids um, will be even better for the experience, I reckon, this time, the next season around, I should say. Mm. But I think um, I've had Nigel Bogart on the podcast before. Obviously, he's getting to the end of his career, so he's phasing out along with Nikolai Topper-Stanley. So maybe an option in the centre-back area is something they're look, looking for, maybe a younger centre-back to um, ideally replace them soon. Um, the Jets definitely definitely showed a lot of promise towards the end of last year. Like, keeping hold of Bernie Abini was pretty big. I know they Huge, got, massive. They've, they've locked him in for another year. Yeah, so that's, 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 that's enormous for the club, and it's also enormous for all the young strikers who are there as well who are just going to learn so much off him. 100%. Yeah, know. he's so, so much quality. Like, mm. He's played overseas in big leagues around Europe, so... And, and to have Roy O'Donovan back. I couldn't understand why I let him go in the first place. I know there's a bit of contract drama there. Yeah, something to do with the, the owners. And, yeah. You know, it was just, it was a mess. But yes, it, it's, it, been a, it's been a mess for a few years now over at, over I at think, the Jets. So it, it, it's, it's good to see them coming coming yeah. out the other side of it somewhat. If yeah. they can put to, you know, I feel like if they can come out and start well next season, they're, mm. they're every chance of giving it a shake. Definitely. Well, they, I, they knocked over Sydney and Melbourne City to the back end of last year, mm. so... Yeah, then why not? I I can see a really big year under Carl Robertson last year, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. nice. Well, we'll move on to um over to the rugby league side of yeah. things. So we'll, we'll we'll talk a bit about the Newcastle rugby league. Um, obviously, how far how, how far into their season are they now? So, I believe there's two game two rounds to go. Yeah, and then finals. Yeah, but um obviously we can't we can't talk about. Can't talk about the Newcastle Rugby League without acknowledging what happened on the weekend with um, yeah. young Joel Dark. That obviously our thoughts and condolences with his family at yeah. the moment. Let's hope he pulls through. Mm. Very sad. News. Horrible. To, absolutely. Hor- we never want to see anyone get injured on the no. footy field, let alone um, something so serious. So off the bat, all the best and yeah, and hopefully, we hope hopefully, he pulls hopefully, through. Hopefully, he pulls through there and we get get a good result. But back to the footy. Mm. So we had no footy played this weekend um, besides that game between um, Central and West, which was obviously abandoned yeah. after after what happened with um, with Dark. But yeah, it's shaping up to be a real interesting end to the year. We've got Wyong, yeah, your the boys, Roos. the Roos. Yeah, the league's club. <laughs> Four points clear at the top, looking odds on for the minor premiership. One more win seals them the minor yeah. premiership now. Really interesting considering they weren't even meant to be. In the tournament this year, a bit controversial, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Like, you know, you're you're from down that way, like yeah. I'm, any any chat around it, or I know a couple of the players, and obviously the club down there is a really strong club. Yeah, like, it's huge. They were, they were the Roosters feeder club for a yeah. while, and mm. like they yeah. had Latrell playing for them a couple of years back. Yeah, like stuff like that. So yeah, um, I think just due to the nature of their team, and I guess the the wide talent pool that they get to select from from the coast has mm. um has benefited them and they've been playing in the in the new south wales cup 
for a few years now. Yeah. So that's a it's a and they've got a high that, level. They've football. got that huge leagues club backing them as well. It's that's a, right. You know, it's a big big club down there. Um, I'll be really interested to see if they stay in mm. the real NRL. I'd like to see them stay if they, if they take it out this year. The, obviously, I'm biased being a Newcastle guy. You know, working in the rugby league circles here, I have a really high opinion of the of the local rugby league. I think it's, it's played at a really high quality, and mm. of course now, of course this season as well with coronavirus, we've seen a lot of the boys who will be playing reserve grade Canterbury Cup for the Knights. So they've dropped down and rejoined the local leagues. Guys like Zach Hosking, mm. Matt Sopalola. Um, so I, yeah, I really do hope Wyong stay. Mm. I think the quality up here is better than the quality on the Central Coast, and yeah. And yeah, and they're, sh- they're showing they belong. I mean, four points clear with yep. with two weeks to go. Odds on for the minor premiership, and I can't see anyone knocking no. off between now and grand final day. Well, they were in the they were in the competition when we were kids as well. When mm. we were growing up watching Newcastle yeah. rugby league, so that it's well, it's not like it's not strange to have them in the comp. They've it been feel, like it before. feels right, doesn't yeah. it? It, it feels, feels like right. it's back to normal. Yeah, yeah. They they def- they definitely definitely belong. Um, one drama that hasn't been um, that hasn't been sorted yet. We still don't know where the grand final is going to be played. Yeah. So normally we're playing it at McDonald Jones Stadium. This year that can't happen mm. because of coronavirus and yeah. some other complications there. There was a bit of chat about number two sports ground, but it's looking like it'll be unavailable. Okay. We're looking now at Maitland Sports Ground. Okay. Yeah, it's a massive field up there, isn't it? Huge Good grandstand. Huge. So that's where the Knights play their. Their preseason trials, I believe, up there mm. get crowds of you know six, seven, eight thousand. Yeah, um, and it, I feel like it'd just be massive for the community up there. Oh yeah, to have a grand final. Yeah, because Maitland's not in it this year, are they? Well, well they they are. It's a bit. It's a bit it's of a, a weird one. Not it's the a bit actual of a weird pumpkin one. pickers. Yeah, the pumpkin pickers are playing the Presidents Cup, doing mm. really, really well. Um, you know, your Brock Lambs leading mm. that side around, but um, yeah, the poor old the poor old pickers in the uh, in the Newcastle comp this year, they're getting um. Getting smashed, a um, points differential of minus two hundred and fourteen. They've only won Jesus. one game all year. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> two weeks to go, but it's been a long year for for the four old pickers. But mm. I do, I really think if you know, it's a Newcastle competition. So obviously, the grand final is never going to leave Newcastle. I think if they're ever going to do it, this is the year to do it. Yeah, take it out to Maitland, give back to that community because I think you'll find so many rusted on. Rugby league diehard, like it's rugby league heartland, Maitland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, you know, what do they get? One trial game a year. Mm-hmm. So I 100% back, take the grand final out there. Yeah, I agree. Give back to the community. Hopefully you get a few thousand through the gate, socially distanced, of course. Mm. But it's a massive ground out there and yeah. deserving, deserving be, of a big grand final. You'd be dumb not to try and utilize that sports ground, not well, more often, I would say. Mm. It's, a, it's a great venue. Like, yeah. it is top shelf. The surface there as well. Mm. Some of the best surface I know I've ever played on. And it's not really used as much as it should be. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, okay. Where do you where do you sit on on who on who's um, featuring in the finals this year? Obviously, Wyong will definitely be there, but who else is featuring? So yeah, they're playing a top four this year rather than a top five, which I you know I think is fair given. Given it's not, it's an amateur league this year. There's no premiers. There's no player of the year. There's, you know, they're just playing it to get the to get the boys on the field. So, um, and with that, they, you know, they've lost a couple of teams this year. So we're playing a top four instead of a top five. Hmm. Um, you've got West West two points clear of Lakes with a far better points differential. Um, so I can't see anyone else breaking into that top four. So at the moment, we've got Wyong, Cessnock, Souths, and West. Yep. 
Mate, I honestly think Wyong obviously are the favourites. Mm. But I really think Cessnock have got they've got a side that can challenge for that title. They make the grand final, they can um they could cause an upset. We saw last week or two weeks ago, sorry, they actually blew a twelve point lead against Wyong. Second half collapsed. Um they've got young Braden Musgrove playing for them as well. He was in the night system for a couple of years, you know, scoring doubles. He's really stepped it up this year. Um transferred to the Seagulls yep. in the preseason and got a bit homesick and made the move back up the M1. But, mate, I'd, if anyone's going to knock off Wyong, I think it's going to be Cessnock, and that's okay. who we're going to be seeing on, on grand final day. So Cessnock, Wyong, grand final, you think? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, cool. And played out at Maitland. You get all the goalies fans out there. Yep. That'd be absolutely huge. Mm. Massive for the uh, for the community west of Newcastle. Yeah. Anyway, mate, we'll, um, we'll round it out with a bit of NRL chat. Yeah. Um, Your well, Cowboys getting the win on the weekend. How about that? <laughs> Golden pointer. Val Holmes getting all worth his weight in gold now. Getting yeah. us the win. Beat the Dragons. First, Huge. First one since we beat the Knights back in however long that was. I think it was nine games in a row that yeah, we got Round beat. seven, I think, yeah. Mm. Got over the top Got over the top of the Knights. Yeah, so it was good to watch. I uh, tipped them in the tipping comp too, which was one of the yeah, only that's few. Not, let's not discuss the, uh, the tipping comp. Yeah. I'm still, um, I'm still beating you, but it's not by much now. <laughs> I only got three last week. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the Cowboys um, recently announced Toddy Payton as the new coach. Um, a smart appointment. Yeah. Smart appointment. I think was the best candidate out of the out of the pick. Um, and he's he's done his he's done his hard yards, I would say, in the coaching mm. arena. And he was he was there, which I didn't know actually. He was there when we won the comp as an assistant. Oh, was he? he so was. it was him and David Furner. It was. That's a strong coaching team. Um, right and there. then the year after, he went to the Warriors. So, and he must be comfortable up there if if he's turning if he's knocking back the Warriors gig to, yep. you know, pursue a chance. He didn't know he had he had the Cowboys job yet to pursue mm. to pursue that. That's that's huge for him. Um, now, just on the Warriors, mate, they've been do, sensational. Uh, do, do we start to believe? Are they cracking into the eight? If they have to beat the Sharks this week. Obviously. That's their grand final. Yeah. But you can't be... But, mate, if they beat the Sharks... If you look at the Sharks run home, they're playing the Warriors this week. If the Warriors get over the top of them, the Sharks got the Roosters and Raiders in 19 and 20. I uh, can't say him winning that. Can't say him winning either of those. The Warriors have to win every game, but... Yeah. I think they've got the Raiders and Manly to finish. So, I think they could beat Manly. Maybe a bit tougher against the Raiders. But I feel like... You know, they only lost by six points to the Roosters. Or eight points, sorry. Mm. You know, they put one over the Knights, which is, and they were clinical that day. Yeah. Excuse me. Absolutely clinical. Mm. I They've been playing sensational football. It's not just... They're not just grinding out results, mate. They're going out and playing like a top four team. Yeah. Which is incredible considering the situation they're mate, on, mate. It's, it's unbelievable. It'd be one of the great rugby league stories if they were to make the eight, I think. The man of sack... Like, did you see that video with Todd Payton that the NRL released? How he had to see his kids in about yeah, four yeah. months or something like that? Like Crazy. And to think they're all going through that. that yeah. That's well. just a snippet of what they're going through. Plus, imagine being locked in a hotel with 20 other blokes. But, mate, they couldn't even name a side of 21 I know. last Tuesday. That's crazy. And they're still almost beating Para, who, are, who have been in the top four all year. They, I watched that game against Para, and they were riding it for a long... And probably should have won. Probably. Like, I... 100% thought they should have won. Mm. 
great game of footy as well. Yeah. Speaking of great games of footy and great players, Sonny Bill making his return for the, uh, <laughs> the Mighty Roosters. In case, well, obviously no one listening to this will know yet, I'm a massive Roosters fan. Have been yes. my whole life. Back-to-back, baby. About to do the 3P. <laughs> Sonny Bill, one of my favourite players of all time. Back in the side, 10 minutes off the bench. That's all we needed. What did you think? Mm. What did you make of his return? I remember, was it like the... <laughs> It was very early into his 13-minute cameo and he shot out of the line to try and make the yeah. tackle. And we're like, what are you doing? Son? But I reckon, that, I reckon that was good. I reckon the fact that he's out there and he's keen, mm. mate, I, oh, I don't think he'll be the different. I, don't, I thought we'd win the comp anyway. Mm. I don't think he'll be the different team winning or losing a grand final. But just his experience yep. and, the, the, and the aura. I know, I know people, I know you shrug your yeah, shoulders and people talk about no, the but, aura, but it... it it exists. It's real. Yeah. To be real with you and to talk frank, his professionalism will rub, will rub off on the players. I know they're a highly professional group of players as it is. But well, I think I think the players... I think the Roosters will benefit by the improved performance of some players like Lindsay Collins, mm. players like Satili Tupanua, yep. players like Nat Butcher, who are going to learn off Sonny. You know, if Sonny Bill's asking you to stay back and do extras at training, are you saying no? No way. You know... He brings out the Sonny's the sort of player who brings out the best in the players around him, mm. especially the younger blokes. Yep. And mate, I know they're running fourth, but I cannot see, and I'm incredibly yeah. biased, but I cannot see them being well, stopped. I'm not from a biased point of view, and I can't stand the Roosters. So <laughs> it pains me to say that I. It is hard to go past them not winning the grand final. Because I think they're just timing it well again. It's just annoying. It's how the they same do every this. year, isn't it? Hey, like 18, 19, exactly the same. They sort of just run okay during the season. Yep. They'll drop games here and there and not look all that impressive. But then when it comes to the point yep. end, they're just ready and raring to go. And that is such mm. a compliment on Trent Robinson. It is. You know? yeah, he's coaching, I guess, schedule. How he maps out the season is second to none. Because. Well, you look how like a couple of their key players getting injured, right? You could you could see that as a as a deterrent, mm. as then couple, like lost a couple of games, but they're still in the top four. And then those players come back into a side fresher. They get rid of all their niggly injuries, to, mm. heading into the back end of the year. So, and just touching on Sonny Bill again, I think going back to Trent Robertson, I think he'll get the best out of Sonny Bill. Hundred percent. Like a little good twenty-minute cameo off the bench every week, mm. get a couple of offloads, make a few tackles. Bob's your uncle, and mate. I think I just think they're perfectly placed as well. If they finish fourth, they're playing Penrith first week of the finals, yep. more than likely. And I think Penrith have been so impressive this year, mm. but not a lot of squad rotation going on there. Most of those boys, you know, your Kickers, your Coruscants, your Clearies, mm. they're probably. Unless unless Ivan Cleary decides to rest a few of them in the next couple of weeks, which is a massive possibility. Yeah. But if he doesn't, they're going into September or October, should I say, having played about 18 games in a row, Yeah. some of them. Pretty big. Whereas the Roosters are coming in fresh. Mm-hmm. And you look at the experience, the big game experience, the difference between those two sides is immense. Yeah. And, I, you know, the Roosters are every chance of getting over the top of them. I think... And, you know, earning themselves a week off and yeah. all of a sudden they're 80 minutes from a grand final. Yeah. Wash your hands to it. It's done. Yeah. You know. I think um, Penrith have obviously been really, really good this year, but they're, they're new to this position mm. and they haven't had a semi-final or a grand final lost yet. Maybe 
maybe that's what the they, that I, the way I see Penrith right now. I think they're very similar to the Sharks team of 2016. Yeah, they went on that massive yeah. run. Obviously, they went on to the win the grand final, um, which which Penrith can definitely do. There's no denying that. When it comes to it, I don't think they have that that little that you need in those massive, massive games with the Roosters and the Storm. Even the Raiders maybe have, because Raiders tasted that loss last year. I think that mm. will. I think that I think. I think the Roosters and the Storm will knock each other out, one or the other. Again, yeah, yeah. Which is what exactly what happened last year when when the Raiders got over the top of the Storm. Just on the Raiders as well, with the Eels sliding the way they are, I can honestly see the Raiders, you know, clinching a top four, clinching a top four spot. Yes, yeah, so, so could I. 100%, because the Eels have not been impressive these last few weeks. There's no getting around that. Mm. I quite like the Eels personally. Mm. They're probably one of my second favourite teams. But yeah, they just haven't looked impressive lately, no. haven't they? And I think the Raiders will win their next three games. Mm. Um, I, I, don't, I think they've only got... I don't think they're best than anyone particularly challenging in those next three games. So, And just the way they're... The, the Roosters game on the weekend had echoes of the grand final too. Mm. I think that first half in particular, yeah. where the Raiders were just sort of dominating and the Roosters just hanging on. I'll, I'll say, having having been at last year's grand final, that was one of the great, the great tussles. Yeah. To, just an arm wrestle. Yeah. And not for as a Roosters fan, not for one second did I think they were winning that game. No. Canberra just have that in them. They can just take you to the to the fucking dog fight. Yeah. And beat and just beat you man to man. Yeah. Which is, you know, if if I if, as a Roosters fan, I'm in September. I do not the one te- two teams I don't want to be coming up against are Melbourne and the Raiders. Hundred percent. I'm I'm confident in beating every other team in the eight besides yeah, those two. Because I tell you what, those two games now that the Raiders have had against you, where they'll knock on the door for so long. Mm. Maybe Ricky Stewart has he could have found a way to get through the Roosters' defense, just given that experience against the Roosters. Mm. One try in the grand final. Yeah. One try, Johnny Bateman offered, you know. Yeah. Pretty, but, pr- pretty free yeah. try. Well, I but, think Tedesco got used over the line. Yeah, 100%. Oh, there's no denying that. Look at look at his stats, like very similar to Caelan Ponger in, you know, your 200 metres, yeah. 15 or tackle breaks, couple of line breaks, mm-hmm. two tries. I mean, he's just on another planet, Tedesco. Yeah. But... Yeah, that's one of the one of the greatest games I've ever watched that last year's grand final. And I hope we get a similar grand final again this year. Hundred percent, mate. Well we do need to wrap this one up. We'll 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 finish off a little bit on the nights, considering mm. this is a Newcastle podcast. Um uh, I was very I was very impressed with the Sharks performance. Obviously the Sharks were a bit average and they went down to twelve men for a while, so the Knights were clinical and, and Kalen was on was in fine form. But it's just been too inconsistent so far this year and I, I see them winning well they got the Roosters next week I think no no Kalen Ponga for that one no Kalen well. Ponga or, or Mitch Barnett they're, rest, they're resting a couple of players just for the back end well they made the finals so first time since 2013 yeah it's absolutely huge for the club Massive. as well making the finals yeah. but but I know uh, Adam O'Brien came out during the week they're, n- they're not content with just making the finals they no. want to go and give it a shot. No, and, and they've definitely got the team to do that's that that's right but at the start of the season if you'd offered Adam O'Brien finals, he would have taken it, hundred percent. Finish eighth, we don't care, we'll take finals. So they're there now. What they make of it is up to them. I don't think they're up in the caliber of your Melbourne, your Roosters, your Raiders, your Panthers. But 
you never know. On their day, they're a good side. So they're definitely a team that's sort of similar to the Raiders, where again, if you're one of the top four in September, you don't want to be coming up against them. Mm. Yeah, you know, like Kalen Ponga, he plays like he plays the way he did on the weekend. He's troubling any of those teams. Well, I don't um, care. I don't care who you are. He's troubling a lot mate, of those um, sides. I'm looking forward to seeing him in a Maroon jersey at the end of the year. <laughs> Ponga to the SK, mate. Let's uh, let's leave that for another podcast. Yeah, eh? we'll, save that. We'll, <laughs> we'll keep that in the barrel. But yeah, Knights making the finals is huge. So, and, and it's, you know, Newcastle is a happier town. Yeah, when the Knights are playing well. Yeah, and whether you're yeah, a fan or not, you've got to appreciate. They that. could get. They still could get a home semi at the moment. Well, yeah, they're sitting sixth now, which which puts yeah. them puts them in contention for a home semi. Um, obviously, they've got the Rabbitohs right breathing down their necks. Mm. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I see them winning their last two games too. I think they got Titans and the Dragons. Is that right? It's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So they're two winnable games, no doubt. So obviously, the Roosters game will be difficult if they can get a win there. Then they they'll definitely finish sixth or fifth. But um, yeah. They'd take a home semi, maybe get it. Obviously, Rabbitohs would be difficult because they're in really good form at the moment. But, you know, they, they could win and, and sneak away into a semi-final and who knows from there. Yeah, that definitely could um could worry a lot of sides. Hmm. Anyway, mate, Thanks, I've mate. enjoyed it. Yeah, that was, that was good, mate. It's not the first one out of the way. First one ticked. Just for um for anyone listening as well, we do have, um, as we spoke about earlier, we've got that Premier League, yeah. um, a full very comprehensive preview of the Premier League so listen to that one um, or don't I'm not going to make you just uh, <laughs> if, you, if you feel like it listen to it fancy. if you don't I don't care <laughs> anyway mate it's been good yeah um, yeah we'll try and roll out a, a weekly pod every week so stay tuned and either subscribe on the Apple Podcasts or your Spotify or, or Google or fucking whatever you listen to whatever you listen to but yeah or not thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time catch ya bye for now